Give me back tomorrow Taking all that I can stand Throw the weight of the world From the palm of your hand Gather round the fire Together we will rise Keep your feet on the ground Keep your eye Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Give me the whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. How old am I? Uh, wait. You are the show. Five. <laughs> I'm five years old. Five years old. All right. Woo. Party up in here. Up in here. All right. It hit me this week that this is my actual some anniversary. Five years on, on air. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know more about me than anyone else. Can you else, go another Benny? five, you think? Can we, can we go another five? I don't know. You better. It's a long ways from coming. But I love coming in the studio, and I love working with you, and that's what inspires me to keep doing it. Back at you. But seriously, you know me more than anybody else because you have to hear my stories, my banter <laughs> each week. It's great stuff. Oh, I, I Actually, today is one of my probably my favorite shows because I have favorite my favorite people in the studio. And joining me this morning is Christine Russell. Hello. I'm just going to ask the question, how do you know me? Oh, years and years ago, I went to a meditation class in Everett with Roy Holman, who some of your listeners have probably oh. heard of. And uh, you were there, and you had business cards, and I think your book. And I ended up getting your business card for some reason, and then... I don't know, months later, contacted I, you because somebody I knew was interested, and so I went with them to your house. And I forgot that. And Roy invited me just to hang out with them that day, or I wouldn't have been there, and that's how we met. Yep. I thought you came to my house for a class. Wow. I came to your class, or your house for a class after that, uh, because there was a young kid that was interested in learning about the chakras. And the beauty of, I think, the show is that every there's so many uh, synchronicities and weaving mm-hmm. of the people I know and how this all, it was meant to be. Yes. So you called me and we planned a class? Yeah, you had like, you were doing dinner things at the time. So I was like, sweet dinner. And you served lasagna and it was amazing. <laughs> I still remember lasagna. <laughs> when I used to cook lasagna. Yeah. Darn. I forgot that too. <laughs> so this is memory lane. And then you came and you're with Damascus. Yeah, it was uh, my friend Damascus and his buddy's um, young son. And then we found out about Reiki and different things you were doing. And so I just kind of kept going back to your house over and over and over. And I adopted you. Yes. <laughs> for years. And I think you were there when I started teaching the chakra classes, yep. the single classes. Yeah. And we did, I hate to bring it up, we did a particular, what was the class? <gasps> what was With that lady that came to your house? Oh. Yeah, yeah. This was called the Course of Miracles. Yes, that one. So what I try to do is all <laughs> kinds of classes and I invite teachers in to teach. And what Chrissy and I learned was what? Uh, sometimes we don't need all of the teachers in our lives. <laughs> sometimes teachers teach you how to love yourself. Yes. And it was a short, sweet thing. But she came in to teach us the um, this love course. And the whole time we were like little kids and we kept like, like going underneath the couch and hiding and stuff. And then pretty much she's like yelling at us. And we, oh, remember my eye rolling? Well, I was rolling my eyes, I guess. I got in trouble for that. But that was A Course in Miracles, and what we learned is to say no. No, some classes aren't meant for us, and everyone should remember that. If you're in a class and it's not resonating with you, don't go back. Yes. So what did you get out of the um, chakra classes? What did I get out of the chakra classes? Oh, I don't know. It was just such an amazing self-discovery. Like, I learned so much about myself by learning about the different chakras. and, And your prescriptions would help me, like, try new things and 
one thing leads to another, and I have a passion for trying new <laughs> things and going new places and experiencing new. And through that, you, uh, we, what we did was we practiced each chakra a week. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of break through some, and I remember groups of people not coming back for maybe the heart chakra because they didn't like themselves or mm-hmm. they couldn't look in the mirror. Um, some people just crying at certain chakras and yeah. just, it was really difficult. It was pretty cool stuff. And then I remember when I was teaching a retreat, but I was going through some hard times, I couldn't teach the chakra class of the sacral. Yes. Because I was not a happy camper at the time, and you taught it for me. It was so much fun, the alpaca ranch. <laughs> Pack of pride. <laughs> Woo, on that journey. Yeah, we're dancing out there with alpacas, and it was all Chrissy's fault. But uh, what, what happened is, too, then we learned the Reiki together, and we became yeah. a family. Yep, yep, yep. And was Reiki uh, one, two, and three. Yeah. Wow. And then we would just have a Reiki circle, and that would include food afterwards. And it was one of the most amazing times of my life. Absolutely. Hanging out with you. And then what I watched from my end, because I was busy trying to live my life, is you kept doing crazy stuff. Like, just a few things that you've tried. A few things that I've tried. Oh, goodness. Um, Probably the craziest one and the one that stretched me the most, and it it absolutely changed me, um, was signing up for a six-week burlesque class, uh, which culminated in a performance which is like pretty uh, out there and risque for the way I was raised. And it was fantastic. At break, can you give us a picture so Benny gets a lipstick on and she looks like Marilyn Monroe and you're like, whoa. It was really, really, really fun. Um, So I was involved in that community for a couple of years and have kind of since moved out of it. I have some fantastic friends from there. But yeah, that was um, huge personal growth and and lessons in fear Mm -hmm. and getting, getting past fears. So it was pretty incredible. And I remember your your uh, intention board. I don't you had one. I think sometimes you hit it and sometimes you brought it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a heart. And I kind of because I used to spend oh, yeah. the night with you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And right in the center of it was the dancer. Yeah, Jeez. Which ended up being, yeah. And the travel, which ended up happening as well. And when I met Chrissy, she used to have a baseball hat and she you couldn't see her eyes. <laughs> so it's it was, yeah, you've come a long ways. And what's your latest exciting thing that you've done that just oh. lifted my spirits? And the latest and greatest is I just returned from a 10-month travel around the world. Well, not all the way around the world, but traveling the world. Uh, it, it, the intention was at least three months. Well, the plan was at least three months with the hope that I could make it six months. And I managed to make it 10. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to be back. <laughs> yeah, my friend, he just got, he's leaving again. He just yeah. makes some money and then he takes off again. And people yeah. house him because they're like, hey, we're waiting for you now. Yep. Friends. Yep. We make people, meet amazing people and make friends all over the world and get to learn uh, different ways of living and different priorities and what makes other people tick and other cultures tick. And it, it was fantastic. And was there a fear factor? You know, interestingly, not a lot. Um, I mean, there were a couple of places I went where I could, I could honestly say I was nervous about going, but that was only because of what I'd been told. Um, so one of the places I went was say Morocco. Say that again? Only because it had been what I had been told. Okay. And when you and got I, there. Yeah. And I, I allowed that fear to kind of like stay in my brain. Um, and then I was like, you know what? This is silly. I want to go here. Let's see what it's like. And, I, you know, made sure I took precautions just in case. And you get there and you're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. The world is not a scary place at all. The world is a really amazing it's place. It's an amazing place full of people who love to share their world. So I went to Morocco, which is a quote-unquote scary place to go as a solo female traveler. And it was some of the most friendly people in the, in the world. 
Egyptians were also quite friendly, but Moroccan people just open arms. They're so excited to have you there. Really, really warm, amazing people. And if everybody traveled, they'd have a different perspective it, on uh, human I, beings. <laughs> yeah, I really wish in the United States it was something that was more encouraged for the young people to go out and see the world. Cause I think that would shift all kinds of things in the United States that seem to be rather regressive <laughs> compared to even countries like Morocco. So what's your some of your favorite memories? Uh, favorite memories? Um, riding the fastest zip line in the world with a friend I made at a random campsite in Scotland and then met up with him in Wales. Um, he took me sailing for my birthday. He didn't know it was my birthday. And then he found out it was my birthday. The universe knew. Yep, the universe knew. And then um, hot air ballooning over the Valley of the Kings in Egypt was just breathtakingly beautiful. So that's a highlight. Um, teaching English in Morocco and some of the kids and how absolutely adorable they are. Now, is that some of the ways you got to travel? Because I know Savannah yes. did it that way. Yeah, I did um, some volunteering. Um, I volunteered at a, an apple orchard in Norway and had an amazing view of the Hardanger Fjord right out the window. And every day for a month, it was just, yeah, it just blew my mind every single morning. And it was, yeah. Oh, See, I work, on the, I work with the chakras. Like, as you are describing it, everything's open. You are yeah. just... And the sh we did a little reading, but the, the uh, solar plexus was missing because mm -hmm. you just want to go again. I want to go again <laughs> right now. You want to get back on the dance floor. I want to, yeah, I wanted to go again about like a mm, few hours after landing. <laughs> it was wonderful to see, you know, the few friends I've been able to see since I've been back and my nieces and nephews. And now I'm like, okay, I'm good. And now with the FaceTime and all that, it's... Yeah, it's super easy to stay connected with people. Super so easy. So easy. I know, but... You live one life. Well, I think you live multiple lives, but let's just go with this one. You might as well make it the best yeah. you can. Yeah, and that was sort of um, why I went. I was working one of those, quote-unquote, good government jobs, and uh, I had to make it to the 10-year mark in order to be fully vested in the retirement plan, which is important in the United States. And um, the last few years I was there, I watched numerous people that I'd worked with for several years retire and then you know, within about a month, we got a notice that they had passed away or people were getting cancer and having to retire or people got cancer and died before getting to retire. And I was like, this is a terrible life plan. <laughs> this is retire. Terrible. There's re-inspire, yeah. which is what you're doing. And there's retire. I've been watching. It's, it's actually a Boeing group that the, the later they um, they say graduate, the later <laughs> they, they retire. retire. <laughs> I don't even like to say the word retire, re-inspire. They die immediately yeah. i mean like 55 is when you should retire because there there's it's crazy like it's taking pieces of your life away parts of your life 55 is when they retire in morocco and then the younger generation takes over and the older generation stays and helps with the children or at home or supporting but 55 is retirement age and how important is your health health is like if you don't have health what else do you have <laughs> and I think when I first met you, yeah. that's what you were struggling with, was yeah. health. It's still an area that I uh, have to work on a little bit. Mm -hmm. I still struggle with taking care of myself when it comes to food because I hate to cook. And one of the most awesome things about traveling is most of the time I had people cooking for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic food. Good food, yeah. <laughs> well, you did go to cooking school for, oh, for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. You've done so many. Feng Shui, done. you've done so many oh, yeah, things. Feng Shui, yes. And, feng and your, shui your potions? Your, yeah, aromatherapy, oh. <laughs> which I'm hoping that uh, the private line will be launched this year. 
Um, she's been having some health struggles. I'm not sure that that'll happen this year or not, but I'm hopeful. Uh, formulated some tantric healing oils. You still so. have a website? I do still have a website. Ooh, give it before I don't I forget. OneLittleShift.com. But I'm much more active on my blog, which is Being Insatiable, which is sort of how I live life. And insatiable appetite. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, to me, now I remember some of the things, the the birthday, because you're on you're blogging the whole time. Yeah. And it's just, for me, I love Facebook because I can watch people that I love doing amazing things. Yeah. <sighs> and I'm so, I say I'm so proud, but I am proud because a lot of people are sitting at their desk yep. wondering the, the question, sh- what should I do with my life? And, oh, this is kind of morbid, but my daughter calls, she goes, Mom, I just had a dream that you passed away or something. And i like, well, that just makes me want to live life that much hardcore. Yep. I mean, I just want to yep. put the pedal to the metal. If I have a year to live, then I'm just going to go for it. Yep. And that's how we should live every day. Yeah, and the- yeah, there's. When I was in Morocco, there were a couple of tourists that were killed in a pretty horrific way, and of course, that's the one thing my mom heard about. Yeah, <laughs> we're so terrified for you, blah blah blah. And I'm like, you know what? If something horrible were to happen and I would die, were to die while traveling, I'm like, I am dying the happiest person. Like, this is the one thing that I had left in life that I really, really wanted to do and couldn't figure out how to make happen. And so many people have told me, I wish I could do that. And all I can think is you can. You can do that. You just have to plan for it. I got out The Secret, that movie, and started oh, watching yeah, it yeah. again. But, you know, it's it's your ideas, which is the upper chakras. And when you get to your heart and you mm-hmm. can feel it, that's yeah. where your health comes in. So I feel like when you die, that's mm-hmm. what you're, you're taking with you is that energy. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you were to pass away, if I'm looking at whales hiking on the beach, that's how I want to go, right? Right, right? But if I'm sitting at my desk wondering what I'm going to do with the rest of my life, totally miserable and i'm not trying to ask people to quit their job right right just take a longer vacation and go somewhere you've never been before right or if there's something you're interested in learning and just haven't taken the time to research go take a class and do something fun don't just go home from work and watch tv (laughs) (laughs) do something with your life pick some some direction to go in and go and they say the secret like you set your intentions you do intention boards and then go have a good time because that's when the energy's got it's got your back and it's pushing you forward yep and just magical things line up. Magical they things do. line up. Well, Chrissy, um, one more time so they can look at your blog. Uh, being insatiable. Being insatiable. And I'm going to keep Chrissy with us because we're a family. We're going to take our first break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dean Reed. We'll be right back. I know that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your hand. Gather around the fire. Together we will rise. Keep your feet on the ground, keep your eye on the prize, oh. Aloha. Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. Are you tired of the cold? Can't seem to get warm? Do you suffer from body aches, insomnia, or stress? Looking for relief? Why not experience the amazing health benefits of the Amethyst Crystal Biomat? The Biomat is an FDA Class II medical device. It uses NASA technology and produces the health benefits of far infrared and negative ions. 
The soothing and warming effect of the Biomat penetrates six to eight inches into the body and the healing benefits are amazing. For more information, visit dolphinbiomat.com or call us at 808-822-4414 today. Elder Bay Grocery has been locally owned and operated by the same family for over 25 years. They're located at the south end of Camano Island at the intersection of Mountain View and Elder Bay Road and is less than two miles away from the Camano Island and Cama Beach State Parks. Kara's Kitchen at Elder Bay Grocery offers burgers, soups, sub sandwiches, pizza, homemade baked goods, and free Wi-Fi for customers to stay connected while enjoying their affordable and family-friendly dining. Stop by to refuel the car or even treat the kids to a hand-scooped ice cream cone. For more information, visit elgerbaygrocery.com. That's E-L-G-E-R baygrocery.com. Or like Elger Bay Grocery on Facebook. It's always a great day at Elger Bay. And don't forget to stop in for the 21st annual Camino Island Studio Tour Mother's Day weekend, May 10th, 11th, and 12th. Art lives on Camino Island. Get inspired by the art and be amazed by the nature. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back. That's Clint McEwen. Man, I haven't played that song for a while. We're bringing him back soon, you think? He moved to Oregon, Portland. Doesn't mean down we there. can't Skype him. I just haven't really, you Ooh. know, I have that, to say I'm booking bands over uh, on Whidbey Island. That'll anybody's. be good because if he's going to do his own, like, he can Skype in and do his band. Like, he's probably got a room all set up, so he doesn't have to bring his stuff here. He could play a song from there. Last I heard, he was being a stay-at-home dad. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's okay. He's done all kinds of things. I mean, he's helping his, uh, you know, his kids. He's raising Well, so did uh, Chris Ballou from Presidency of the United States of America. He's, like, you know, doing kid stuff now. Even doing from the 90s grunge. Do you guys know about that? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yep. Casper Baby Pants is Casper the name of Casper Baby That's who he is. That's Chris Ballou. He's well, been in. Great guy. I, I think it's an amazing thing when a dad can uh, raise his kids and they're all happy as a clam. Oh, Get that it? was happy so... Happy as a clam? Ivers and his very dad good. was Captain very Puget. Very good, very good. Oh, so good. Okay. Didn't even know. Here we go. We're reminiscing. <laughs> We're remembering. Clint McEwen, if you want to get Clint Clint McEwen band, wow, don't drink that coffee before the show, Dina. Here we go. I'm bringing on Michael Hathaway. Hey. Michael Hathaway is family, like Chrissy's family. How'd you meet me, Michael? Um, I was at a motorcycle show, and uh, my now ex-wife actually read Dina's book, and and we went there on purpose. I didn't know that, to meet Dina. Um, I thought I was there for a bike show, and Dina had her rock set up and was talking about Reiki. and um, So we're in there talking, and my wife's talking to her. And just something about Dina was a little bit scary, freaky, and I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> but uh, somehow I got convinced to sit down and get Reiki. Um, so I'm just sitting in a chair, and, and she's doing it, and I'm like, this this is not happening. It's a joke. And then all of a sudden, like a jolt of like electricity through my knees down through through my feet, and I was like, you know, my eyes are closed. I'm in this bike show. There's motorcycles like revving their engines. It's craziness. Um, and then it happened like again, but then it went kind of like silent. And so the only thing was happening was Reiki, 
Um, and then I was like a little like freaked out again because like this might be something. Um, and so that's where we met. And uh, so then we end up making like an appointment to meet Dina at her house. And we did uh, like a couple's Oh, a relationship reading. reading. Wow, yeah. And uh, so we went there, and that's where she introduced us to The Rocks. Again, if if you haven't seen Dina do The Rocks and um, pull them out and read your chakras, that's you think that she's been your friend or known you your whole life. When she does that the first time, you're like, it's a... And you two, I think, met me, Chrissy's still in the studio, the same week. Oh, maybe. Oh, was it the same dinner? Did you come over for yes. the dinner? Oh my the vegetarian lasagna that was like okay. the best. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I it was the best. You and Deanna took the classes together, mm-hmm. and then Michael came in after that. And so this is when I was really doing the one a week class with the chakras, which was I think really powerful. Mm-hmm. And so you guys were the first to go through that, and then you learned Reiki, Michael, and you were just you and Chrissy. If yeah. I had a bad day and those you two Reikied me, my life was fine. Everything was great. Yeah, Michael has an amazing touch for Reiki. I remember that. And even though it's been a zillion years yeah. since we've done Reiki together, I still remember that. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. And all the people that came out of the, that class, and we became really good friends, and it's seven years pretty much to this day that you helped me move to Camano Island. Yeah. <laughs> remember all those books you had to carry? Yeah, tons and tons of those books. So like, How many? We need to sell these. <laughs> They're gone. Yes. I have one left, which is so weird to look at that book sitting there knowing that they were moved a couple times, and, you know, to me, I'm in a new—I feel like we're all graduating, and we're all going to different places, and I don't know what the next year is going to offer all of us, but like I said, I'd like to have my own healing center. Yes. Can I put that out there? Because that's what I want. I have it in Hawaii, and I really enjoy going there and teaching what I teach, but also meeting people and having them thrive, and then them come teach, I guess. Yes. Right? So— Michael, let's see. What did you get out of the classes just in your personal life? Maybe work or? Um, I guess I never really thought about it that way. But, um, I mean, it, it put me on the trajectory to think more about myself a little bit and not so um, service-oriented to everyone in my life. Um, so it took me a while to, like, really embrace that, and that's kind of how I ended up being divorced recently and and living by myself now and you know um but it's like when you start using the you see the chakras you go through the classes and like the first time kind of you kind of I kind of faked it through I think I understood I listened but then Dina has a way to make you um put them in so she started making me teach classes with her um especially because I really wanted the Reiki master and so um so with um she just made me work. <laughs> and so you had to work for it. There's always Homework. so much fake until you make it that you can do before people know like this this guy's not genuine. So um it took me a while to put those in place and like to really put them in for myself. And um, I think you were learning self-love. Yes. We all have like things we're learning and to take care of yourself can be difficult when you're not you haven't been doing it. You've been taking care of everybody else and that's what you were working on. And I think you and, oh, I have to use this as an example. So I'm doing the Ocean Shores Festival. Your family goes with me. And um, 
we're the only ones that got up and started cleaning up after everybody. Like, we could not stop ourselves from taking care of other people. And he, then he cleaned up mess that I made. And I was like, okay, you and I have an issue. Because no one else seems to see the stuff on the ground. Just you and I. So that's kind of yes. that. And then we went back to, I got to bring up, we went back to the Ocean Shores Festival and stayed at Paulette's house. Yes. Who you Paulette. went to her house. Yeah. And so she's been on the show many times. And But it, it's a weird kind of circle. Yes. And I, like, you might not see someone. How long has it been? Chrissy, since what? Since I saw you in person, a couple of years at least. Yeah, but when we do, it's like we've, yeah, it's like no time has passed. And that's why I love the spiritual side and the Reiki and the energy work that we did because you could have two hours of no talking, yet there was more going on. Yeah, the unheard stuff and 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 you know, know, touching someone's shoulder after knowing they went through something traumatizing with you, not knowing what it was, and then that's so. I know what my prescription is. <laughs> I'm going to manifest a healing center. Watch me. No, you guys can't see Seattle. But anyways, I'm pointing out to <laughs> an island. I have to because this is what I came here to do. And that's what this is about. Your purpose and your, your uh, passion and the things that bring you life and joy. And Michael, what are you doing now? Well, this year, um, starting um, after I lived out on my started on my own, I... Um, Hooked up with some family that I hadn't seen for since I was teenagers, and they are uh, racers down at Monroe, and um, so I did pit crew kind of stuff with them all last year, and then this year um, we worked on my own car, and last two weeks ago was my first race as a driver. Um, it was like a little nervous at first, but as soon as the car started moving, it was awesome, <laughs> and nowhere close to being first place or winning, but I felt like it was the energy, the adrenaline, whatever it was, it was like I was on high as I could be, just super happy. Um, <laughs> it was great. And and you're a mechanic. Well, didn't a I say bit. we were basic training us yes. two? Us? Oh my gosh, our past life basic training us three. How funny! Yeah. And you worked on cars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how funny! And but there you are. There I am. So. And yep. and not just working, you're racing it. So you took it up to a whole nother notch. Right. Right. And so. You think three years ago you thought you'd be racing cars? No, because that was, you know, not something that, you know, the the ex would allow. Like, that's too dangerous. She can't do that. Um, and so I didn't. Can we go there? The thoughts about um, the fear thoughts or what makes us not do the things we love to do? Well, I think that's it. But then I, I think somehow, and I don't know how I gleaned this from my growing up, was I didn't want anyone to be disappointed so if someone didn't want me to do something, I was like, oh, I don't want to disappoint them, so I just won't do it. And and so then you kind of just put yourself last. To, then Yeah, you're last. And then all of a sudden you don't realize that you've give away all your power and all that. And and you're like, why am I so unhappy? And you can't figure it out because everyone on the outside sees the perfect couple, the people that seem happy, and but it wasn't real. And the counselor that you are. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it amazing that you were at my, my, in my life at that time when I was going through the same thing? Yes. I was living for everybody else, and you were there to help me figure out, before I lost myself, 100%. Right. I mean, you even gave me a little graph, <laughs> a little <laughs> circle of, of this, 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 this instant abuse. You can take away the money. You can take away you know, your friends. There's a lot of things that can be taken away. But to really love yourself is, what do you say, you're almost desperate to save you. Right. So that's what we we did. We kind of went through that. And then we, we didn't see each other for years. Right. 
And then you went off and did your homework, and you were, like, checking on me occasionally. Yep. <laughs> you still alive, Dina Marie? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I am. And here you are both on my show. Chrissy's been on it before with Tanya and uh, Lisa, who are family. Uh, but that whole Reiki group uh, basically was the last thing I had in my life, and I was not going to let it go. And that's when I ran away to Hawaii and ended up doing healing work there now. But it was that one thing that is my passion and my purpose. And if I would have given that away, I probably would have medicated myself. I would have had to because I wasn't being myself, authentic, uh, and people-pleasing. Yes. And that's the chakras, too. You really got to know what you want for you and then live your life, especially as adults. Right. And so you're going to keep racing cars. Yes, definitely. It's awesome. And then last year, you went to the Mind-Body-Spirit Connection and ran my table for me. Yes, that was excellent. Just <laughs> randomly showed up at that thing, and there's Dina. And then um, sat down and talked, and people were coming. And so we were doing joint readings together and giving people prescriptions. And it was like we had never had to – you would have thought that we were working on it, and we were – We not seen each other it. six years probably. Yeah. And it, I was just – somebody actually knows what I'm doing and I could leave. <laughs> that was amazing. And the women just, because it's mostly women, and they were just loving the readings, and my table was almost, I had to leave sometimes, and you helped me, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that was a really good time. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like if you do the things you're supposed to do for yourself and you do it out of joy, then that's gold, and that just keeps coming back at you. So what's your advice for women your age who want to travel, Chrissy? Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when you were saying that, I, I had the thought that um, sometimes people don't know what it is they're supposed to do. Uh, and that was me for a little while when I went through my divorce. And so I was fortunate enough to have an entire year where I didn't pay rent and lived uh, for someone. That's a long story and a side story, but somebody who was really good to me, even though not good to other people. <laughs> Um, and so for an entire year, the money that I made, I was able to take classes. So I took art classes, and I think that's actually when I signed up for Toastmasters, or maybe that was a little later. Um, you were taking everything. <laughs> I, yeah, I, anything that had even a remote interest, um, snowshoeing, because I don't love the snow, like anything. And so for people who don't know what they want to do in life, my advice would be to just get out a pamphlet for whatever city park and rec that you live for or live near. And just look through the classes at anything that looks interesting. Take a class. Start to learn about yourself. And meet other people. That's how you met me. Yeah, <laughs> meet other people. Because when you meet the other people, they might have just the connection that you need. So get out of your house and get out and meet people and take classes and learn and experience new things. And something will click. New things. Try new anything things. new. And not on YouTube. Go and actually physically show up. Yeah. And one of the things that um, was super helpful for me is I've decided every year for my birthday I'll do something that stretches me, which is how I ended up in the burlesque class because it was super terrifying. <laughs> as soon as I pushed that button to you know to enroll, I was like, ah, like my stomach was like flopping. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what you're supposed to do with your life, just try. Try things. New things. And that's how you get the party started. That's how you what get the party started. What are you going to do this birthday? <laughs> I, uh, this birthday, I'm going to New York City to take a women's empowerment retreat. Sweet. I booked my flights this morning before I come to the show. Oh, there's your, there's your power <laughs> chakra. Da, da, da. It's a rocky song. I was song. like, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Should I be making that decision? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I should. <laughs> Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And so, Michael, what's like, okay, let's talk about you doing the healing work. And do you uh, think other men would benefit from it? Oh, 100%, yes. Just they got to get out of that tough guy mentality and, and do it. 
but there's other men that we've done Reiki with, and it, it seems like both men and women need that healing touch. And then that masculine energy, too, sometimes that some you know women aren't getting. Yeah, that's and then what also, some women need. And then also the, like, me, like, when there's another man, like, you know, men don't touch each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in a sexual way, but it's... It's a very it's, loving way. That's right. what it is. Pure and love. So it's a... It's different. It feels different. You can tell... It feels... You can feel the difference between a man and a woman when... Even though they're not really touching you. Yeah. You can feel the energy and... And some people call it a big hug. Yes. And let's... Everyone say hi to Jeff. Shout hi, out Jeff. to Jeff. So Jeff's a young man that we kind of took under our wings, and I just recently ran into him, and I've been walking with him, and he's just describing that time in his life, meeting with us, as the best time in his life. Because when do people actually get together and get to keep their heart wide open for everybody to just be themselves and be purely loved that way? And um, that's what nature does for me, so probably that's why I get my fix, you know, because I don't feel nature's judging me whatsoever. It's, It's a really good time. But to, to provide a space, you know, and I've been also at Reiki circles where I didn't feel comfortable and I've had some weird things happen. So very mainstream. Anyone can walk in and enjoy themselves. And it's 15 minutes on the table. And then, like, at my house, we always ate. Man, I was cooking all the time. Yes. <laughs> but I, I'm the mother of all mothers. I love to be a mom. So I really enjoyed that time with you guys. And I'm just so excited that you're out there doing crazy things. And we did have a little synchronicity, and it was with uh, – some quilts that the the men at the prison were making. Mm-hmm. Tell that little story real quick. I don't remember now. So it was Leslie uh, was one of our co Reiki oh, yeah. people, and she was working at Nordstrom Corporate, hated it, came out and started doing hospice work. Right. And, and then she was a friend of mine and a friend of yours. Yes. And so, um, I'm like the staff advisor for a quilting group of men that that make beautiful, beautiful quilts, um, and they go out to all kinds of charities and homeless shelters and, um teen and youth that are homeless and just lots of stuff and also knit hats and and so um somehow i got this call from like evergreen hospice which is where she worked leslie um and so we started giving the hospice quilts mostly that were kind of veteran oriented um for men and um and so that's so i knew her through that way so then when we went to reiki one time and she showed up i'm like I know you. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a small world. Yes. It's a crazy small world. And she was just asking me, do you know anyone that does quilts? And I'm like, I'd lost contact with you, and I didn't know you were doing that. But I did have you come to the island, and I read a letter from a, a man in the prison how he thinks it saved his life. You know, yeah. it's that creative, doing something good for somebody else. And that's the stuff that Mike does. And right, just Mike? like Paulette. <laughs> like uh, She was my teacher, like, first or second grade at John Muir Elementary. And somehow meet her later in life. Like, I recognize you, but I can't picture it. And we go back and back and back. And it's like, oh, you know, her best friend was my real teacher. And then Paulette. And you end up at Paulette's house, yep. who's been doing work with me for years, went to Hawaii with me last uh, fe- February, and is just the most amazing woman. Opens her house just like I did for healing. And, and she's made such a difference. And like Jeannie, even in Hawaii, like she said, you know how many people we touch? Because you just don't know. For every person that comes through, you send them off, and then they help, like Kelly Hogan. I don't know if you know Kelly. Oh, they're, they're kids I mentored in Snohomish, and how how they're getting married, and they're happy, and, you know, it's just it's really exciting to see everybody. And I do love Facebook that way. I, I just watch people, and then I eventually get to see them, I hope, in person. But I'm just – I really like my life, and I'm really glad that I, I held on to the healing, and I'm really 
blessed that you you guys came along for that ride. Yes. Thanks. So we are blessed too. <laughs> but we're going to do one more story before the show's over. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dean Marie. Stay tuned. Give me back tomorrow. Taking all that I can stand. Throw the weight of the world from the palm of your Join us for the 9th Annual Green Home Tour on May 4th and 5th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Free fun for the whole family, this self-guided tour features green-built remodels and new homes from Seattle to Olympia and beyond with over 40 sites. To download your tour map, visit nwgreenhometour.org. Get inspired by projects from all shades of green, from kitchen remodels to passive homes. Learn how to go solar, conserve water, lower energy bills, create a healthy home environment, and discover new ways to live more lightly on the earth. The Northwest Green Home Tour is presented by the Northwest Eco Building Guild, Green Home Solutions, City of Tacoma Environmental Services, Generations Credit Union, and Olympia Federal Credit Union. Register for tickets at nwgreenhometour.org and enter to win raffle prizes. Hope to see you there. Elger Bay Grocery has been locally owned and operated by the same family for over 25 years. They're located at the south end of Camano Island at the intersection of Mountain View and Elger Bay Road and is less than two miles away from the Camano Island and Cama Beach State Parks. Kara's Kitchen at Elger Bay Grocery offers burgers, soups, sub sandwiches, pizza, homemade baked goods, and free Wi-Fi for customers to stay connected while enjoying their affordable and family-friendly dining. Stop by to refuel the car or even treat the kids to a hand-scooped ice cream cone. For more information, visit elgerbaygrocery.com. That's E-L-G-E-R baygrocery.com. Or like Elger Bay Grocery on Facebook. It's always a great day at Elger Bay. And don't forget to stop in for the 21st annual Camino Island Studio Tour, Mother's Day weekend, May 10th, 11th, and 12th. Art lives on Camino Island. Get inspired by the art and be amazed by the nature. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Dina Marie, you've heard me talking about writing songs with Mr. Van Connor. Well, I'm happy to say that our album is out now. It's called Coming Back Again, and it features songs like Legacy of Green, Silent Universe, and the title track Coming Back Again. Our album Coming Back Again is now available for streaming and purchase at your favorite online retailer, including iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, and many more. Go to dina-marie.com. That's dina-marie.com for a full list of retailers. Watching the sunrise. An ocean stands between us. Look into the sky. Think of second chances. Look into the past. A thousand miles between us. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Did you think I was singing? <laughs> I don't think I know okay. you're singing. 
If people you, didn't know from that last song coming back from the break, I'm not that's singing. That's Dina accompanying. I'm not singing. Mr. Van. Yes, you are. Uh-uh, Bradley is. Don't even. I'm not kidding. Bradley. You're kidding me, right? I mean, Bradley I I do all there. the singing, and, and, and actually Van does some of the background vocals, too. That's not you in there? No, but we sound so much alike, especially wow. Bradley. Sorry, Bradley. <laughs> you sound like me, but no, I don't. You could be. I, I guess you're an understudy. There then. was no time for me to sing. <laughs> I just had to like tell people what to do. Sorry, Van. Oh, you're Anyways, the director. <laughs> I was the producer. So like, if you have an idea and you have people that are really talented, yeah, you just like like you. Duh, it's just like having Benny. As it clicks. Da da. He's my producer, <laughs> and so basically I say like this, 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 and that, and then he does it for me. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, welcome back. That's our album. If you'd like to get it, go to my website, dina-marie.com, and we'll have tangible um, CDs next week. Things do manifest in the craziest, weirdest ways. And on the phone, do we have Tracy Gorman on the phone? (laughs) Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the show. Hi. So how did you meet me? I met you in a marketing group that um, I was selling air and water purifiers. And I think the person who headed the group invited you to join us. And you came into the group, and that's how we met. And I was trying to promote my business, which was Reiki and healing work. And everyone's looking at me like like the dog when he tilts his head and the sounds weird. It's like, we don't have a clue. <laughs> so I really love that group because it taught me how to talk about chakras without, without saying the word chakras. So I could use the word energy, yes. ideas, that, that hunch that you get, or how does it feel. So that's how I kind of got to where I teach now. And I didn't know that until we just talked about two weeks ago. Right. And yes. It, and you were courageous because you, you brought your son to me. I did. Um, he was having some anxiety issues uh, around eight or nine years old, and I didn't want to go the drug route. So I thought, well, this is kind of unconventional. Let me give it a shot. And you were doing kind of intuitive counseling, I believe it is. What is that what you called it? or? Um, yeah. I just, okay. Yeah. I just felt like whatever you were doing could possibly help him. And I really believe it did. I mean, whatever um, happened in those sessions, he, um, he seemed to understand himself a little bit better. And for him, it was intuitive. There's a little shocker readings and things like that. But sometimes things just come and, and it helps the person in front of me. And so be it. Yay. Because then he was on yes. my show this year, and he is a musician. He is. Yeah, that was over 10 years ago. So he's 20 now, and he's, he's an amazing guitar player, and he has a band. And um, his guitar playing helps him tremendously with the anxiety. He said he doesn't feel anxiety when he's playing the guitar and singing, which is great. So it's a wonderful outlet. For you know anybody who has um, anxiety issues, and he's one of those kids who you know um, teachers really can't quite figure out um, because he's very busy and um, his brain is always going a hundred miles an hour. So um, he had you know he had some trouble in school with teachers not understanding him, um, which I think is the case for a lot of boys especially you know when they have a lot of energy highly um, creative boys that highly we, creative yes. boys yes and and that's yes. what and made him so amazing guitar. 
Yep, that's what made him so amazing. And I just want to say thank you because a lot of parents, it was not mainstream what we did. But you know what? It, that kind of stuff, no. I really, I, that's why I want to do it even more now because it, it does work. And in, in a world where, you know, it's so easy to sedate a, a kid, right? And then just, yes. you know, we know there's side effects down the road. So I just thank you, thank you. And it was so amazing to see him play at the Snohomish uh, Music Festival. And um, I'm booking bands. So he's going to get his stuff going and I'm going to book them. If I say it, I mean Yay. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about your journey. So you were kind of, you know, getting your feet wet in this stuff and now what are you doing? Well, um I'm an ex graphic designer slash stay at home mom and um my sister who lives in Portland, she has been a medium for quite a few years and she has a, a really successful successful practice right now um but I've always kind of thought of myself as an open-minded skeptic and um did you know believe in what she did and of course believed in what you did um but I kind of went from the scientific side of things and she invited me to a ghost retreat and I thought ah what the heck you know it sounds fun and um this was in 2015 and everybody's outside taking pictures of, um, you know, what I'd heard what about orbs and was curious about them. And people are outside at night taking pictures. And I happened to pull out my cell phone and took a couple pictures and got these really interesting shots of, um, like, moving light. Um, and I could see them moving in my... Um, cell phone display and they were huge and there was like two of them and I and I had this feeling of just unconditional love when they appeared and there was nothing scary about it at all but I captured two shots of them and that intrigued me and um, the next day we went uh, there's an old inn there and we went upstairs in the old inn and my sister um, intuitively said, here, take a picture down, down the stairs. So as I'm getting ready to take the picture with my cell phone, we saw two balls of light coming up the stairs towards us um, pretty fast. And I happened to take the shot and got them coming up the stairs. I wish I had taken video, but... Um, we got that, and then we went downstairs, and as she was getting ready to take another picture of me, she saw those two balls of light in the display. We can't see them with the naked eye. She saw them in the display of the, the cell phone um, go from the direction that we were by the stairs and shoot behind my head. Um, so that was really fascinating. Um, and then I just kind of let it go for a couple years, and then I decide, I started reading books about orbs, and I thought, you know, this is really interesting. Maybe I'll see if I can get some orbs around our property. And um, I had an old digital camera and started with that and started getting a few orbs here and there, you know, one or two in my photos. And um, then I um, was taking a picture of our... Um, Christmas portrait, uh, you know, our family Christmas portrait in the living room, and there were orbs all around us, and especially around Nathan, 
um, who, you know, we said is highly creative, so I'm not sure if that's something well, to do with it. Well, and he attracts spiritual angels. <laughs> He's got an angel that, behind him, at least. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so that really um, intrigued me. So I did a lot of research on it, um, you know, read a lot of books, did some research online, and just started taking pictures at night around our property. And as I took more and more pictures, the more orbs would show up. And so it's been a couple of years now that I've been taking pictures of orbs. I have about six cameras. And I've noticed that they advance as you're advancing with your, you know, your mind is opening up to them. They're showing you more and more. And I'd never thought of the orb as them, as a, a an actual consciousness. And um, the way that, or the, the experience I had that made me realize that I was dealing with something intelligent was the first time I asked, for a plasma cloud. I had done some research and saw some pictures of plasma clouds and thought, oh, that's interesting. And I went outside and said, can you give me a plasma cloud? And that night, immediately, I was given a plasma cloud, and that's when it blew me away. And I thought, wow, this is really something intelligent, and we're co-creating here. (laughs) So it was just really fascinating to me from then on that I felt like um, there was more to this than just, you know, lights in the sky or whatever. There was definitely more to it. To and, it, and, and it you're was a, a Capricorn, a creation. Like Benny's a Capricorn. You're very grounded. That's when I met you. Very grounded. You had your head on. Yes. But I could see you turning. You have to have some type of like Sag or Gemini. And you, but you're inquisitive, and I could tell over the years. I've watched you uh, try new things. So when you're going to do your orb shots, do you get excited and wake up early that morning? Does it feed your um, spirit? I usually do it at night. Uh, last night, it, it, I discovered that the rain tends to bring them out more because of uh, the extra ionization in the air. You know, they're electromagnetic, so they they're. It seems like it allows them to show themselves better in the rain. So we had a driving rainstorm last night. So I was out at 10 o'clock at night taking pictures and getting some amazing things. Um, and, and I can't sleep afterwards. You know, it took me a couple hours to get to sleep because I feel like um, the air is just so electromagnetic and your, your body is kind of at a higher vibration while you're doing it. And it, it's a bit of a meditation um, kind of connection time. So well, it is hard to go to sleep after that. So but imagine I do it at night. Imagine Nathan after he plays guitar. So and imagine Chrissy it, yes. when she travels, or Mike when he's racing a car. You're ta- you're passionate. I mean, you're on fire when you talk about it. It's the thing that's going to keep you alive. Plus, I love that you say open minded. You're you're connect. You're you're tuning up the chakras that give you direction, the higher chakras. And you, I, yes. I just want more shows about the other side and and the, the angels or. There's so much going on that we can't see, but if you tune up your energy, you can connect. And I'm just, Tracy, I also know that you are an artist, and when I saw you do some art, I don't know why, but I bought some, (laughs) and it was a sunflower, and I used it as a feng shui uh, placement in my house for health, because it's a sunflower, and I put my five intentions, and they were to go somewhere warm, meditate, do all these things, and 
Mike, when he helped me move, I found my intentions behind here, but I got everything I wanted, just not the way I thought. And you took my class two weeks ago. Yes. And what was your homework? It was to, uh, it was a feng shui class and also tuning up your chakras. And our homework was to create a space um, in our house to help um, manifest what we're looking for. And um, so I, I uh, had some orb photos printed on glass and put them up on the wall. And um, my, I, I think my um, intention was to share my photos. So it's a fame corner um, so I could, because I really want to share my photos with people. I think they need to see these. And my intentions are basically to share uh, my experiences and my photos. So how would you like to share that with the listeners? Look what you got. You manifested it already. What's your website or what's your uh, Facebook page? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Orb <laughs> Discoveries. Yep, Orb, Orb Discoveries is my Facebook page, and orbdiscoveries.com is my website. And I think that would be a great retreat. Don't you think a great retreat where you teach people how to do all that and get in touch with uh, the, the parts that you can't see, the spiritual side? Oh, sure. Yeah, it would be fun. I have enough cameras to loan to everybody, so <laughs> they mm. wouldn't even have to go out and buy a camera. I think um, our story continues, Tracy. <laughs> I think so, too, yes. And I really appreciate you having me on your show. And I did listen to the show before this, and it was great. So you're doing a wonderful job. Well, you keep being the parent that you are, and um, thank you. I want to oh, thank, thank you, Chrissy. Last words? Uh, no, no last words. Thank you. <laughs> Michael. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for showing up and being here with me. Uh, uh, Dina-Marie.com is my website. If you want to reach out to any of the people I have on my show do that. We have archives here at 1150kknw.com. Other than that, you can watch my Facebook page or go to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Um, like me there and see what's happening in the future. But uh, join us next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep your eye on the prize. Oh, don't turn away. No, don't go back. Next train's coming.